Hey, I'm Steph. I'm a motivator, creator, small business owner, and educator. I'm a lover of all things health, spirituality, inspiration, and business. These are just a few words to describe me, along with passion, grit, and resiliency. Regardless of what I'm up to, I am soul-driven to create a purpose-filled life and find the advantages in adversity, all while keeping a smile on my face. Soul Driven with Steph is a podcast that will fill up your cup and leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and on fire as you listen to interviews and stories of other soul-driven and strong women that have overcome against all odds. This podcast was a calling on Steph's soul to serve, connect, and share stories of struggles and successes, all to create a community so that you know you're never alone. Grab a cup of coffee, get ready to learn laugh and leave with wisdom and strategies to connect to your soul and get back in the driver's seat of your life today. Here's Steph. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Driven with Steph. I am here on the mic doing a solo episode today, which I'm really excited for because in all honesty, it's been a minute since I've just done a kind of speak from the heart solo episode. I've been having a lot of really amazing guests on the podcast. I hope you are enjoying all the interviews and we did the Shop Small podcast and all the things that have been on, on the podcast lately, but I am feeling the urge to just kind of speak from my soul, um, to be totally honest, when I am either really busy or I'm kind of in the thick of a lot of change, it's kind of hard for me to do solo episodes because I'm still just trying to like navigate new things and figure out how I feel But I feel like that's why I need to do this episode because you guys know me. I try to keep it real and raw and just speak from my heart and be authentic. So that's what this episode is all about. As I am coming up on basically a year of being done at my last studio space, maybe that's why I feel called to do this episode. It's been a full year starting this week. So last year in 2023, our Thanksgiving workout was our last workout together at our studio space in Onalaska. And then I took a month off, little hiatus, and um, basically just took care of myself for the month, tried to get back to some habits and routines for my own health, and really just try to figure out where I was at and what I wanted to build for Zen and Pow in 2023, moving into a new kind of studio model of pop-ups. And then I was really just ready to go full force into real estate. And at the beginning of, or the end of last year, I guess, um, I launched a sister circle, small business membership. So it was a lot of new things and closing chapters on old things. But It's kind of wild to think that for the last year, I was essentially running three businesses and somehow managing to record these podcast episodes, but I started to just feel really overwhelmed towards the end of the summer and early fall, and I just felt like what I was doing was no longer sustainable, so it took me some time 
to step back and try to reassess where I was at with things and what wasn't feeling aligned. And I found myself feeling really overwhelmed and using the phrase that I have now really tried to eliminate from my vocabulary. The phrase is, I am so busy. I am so busy. I feel like we hear everyone say this all the time and it was starting to irritate me hearing myself say it as well as other people. Because guess what? Everyone is busy. Everyone is busy. And busy to me just is like, it's not a word I want to be. It's not a word I want to feel. And so just like every area of my life where I've tried to be super intentional, I knew that if I was starting to feel that way, something had to change. So not only have I tried to eliminate that from my vocabulary, but I've tried to really step back and reassess where do I need my energy to go. So I'll share with you my post that I finally may have the, you know, The timing I felt was right before I went on vacation to share a very hard decision that I made then just a couple weeks ago. Here it goes. Today, I made the last hard decision to let go one more time. I knew if I made this decision a year ago, it would feel too painful. I had too many wounds, scars, and sadness to end things where they were. And I needed to scale back slowly to truly heal which I'm proud of myself for doing all of the inner work. I spent the last year basically deconstructing my entire life, pulling apart the pieces that no longer felt in alignment with who I am and where I'm at and leaning into the pieces that still light me up with this business, meaning Zen and Pow. What lit me up was was and has always been the community. So although attendance at classes in the first half of the year dwindled, I pivoted once again. I ran Visions on Empow into Soul Society, a community-based membership, thinking this is the piece most people are lacking and craving. And while I think I was right on that, I came to realize that maybe it's me that's just not working. One of the hardest lessons I've learned to accept in business and life is that sometimes things just aren't meant to work out for a reason. It doesn't mean that you failed or that you could have fixed the problem. Sometimes the problem is larger than you. And because you've evolved naturally, your dreams have evolved too, which as a big dreamer with persistence and dedication to see a goal through, this was quite difficult for me to do. Somehow this whole year, I was able to balance three businesses while also pouring back into myself, my health, my happiness, spending more time with my loved ones and checking things off my bucket list. But I knew in my heart that moving into my next chapter, this would not be sustainable. And I hope that sharing vulnerably how I felt like I couldn't keep up with quote unquote doing it all any longer, I hope you analyze what you put on your plate as well. You see, I am the type of person that cannot half-ass anything, and I was starting to feel like if I can't show up with my whole heart, then it's time to make a change. I've already shared how I'm eliminating the words, I am so busy, from my vocabulary, so this feeling of overwhelm was really starting to eat at me. So I did what I always do. I went inward. I got quiet. I asked for prayers and signs and guidance, and man, Have I received some wild signs that I'm on the right path? I often say that you know you're making the right decision when it's the hardest decision. So this is the final piece of letting go. 
it has been the hardest decision because it's because it's not just letting go of a business. It's the final closure on an old identity. Being an advocate for health and wellness will always be a part of who I am, but it's no longer how I derive my worth. I've grown to realize that I don't want the weight of other people's commitment to their wellness on my shoulders because at the end of the day, I will always show up for myself, but I cannot make that decision for others. I am tired of feeling like I care more about others than more than others about their own health. In all honesty, I had typed up an entire post about the lack of overall commitment seeping into society, but I'll save that for another day. While I've held space for so many over the last 10 years through breakups, divorces, job changes, COVID, loss of loved ones, the list goes on, the crickets that I felt over the last few years from the people I thought were not just supporters of my business, but myself as a human has been really disheartening. People pleasing is like that though. I realized that I was disappointing myself and putting myself into financial ruin at the expense of not wanting to disappoint others. And when you finally choose you, don't be surprised who leaves first. But man, those people that stay, they are gold. And those that go through crisis together, I believe are bonded for life. My team and my tribe, you know who you are. I will always have your back because you had mine when I was in my darkest valley. You picked me up and dusted me off more times than you will ever know. Thank you from the depths of my soul. So I guess all this to say, when you're going through big change, protect your heart. Be gentle with yourself. Understand that your decisions are for you and no one else. And with that, I'll be closing the chapter on Zen and Pow at the end of this year. I'd love to sweat, smile, and laugh with you all again before the new year. So please join us for our last society events. I know this isn't forever, just for now, as I move into my next chapter. And I wholeheartedly believe the best is yet to come. So that was the post that I shared on November 1st. And then I went on a honeymoon for a whole week that has been long awaited. And I'll share a little bit about that too. But I just wanted to share that my heart and the difference between where I was at a year ago and where I'm at now and how I'm so glad that I took the time to slowly deconstruct my life, slowly kind of pull back on the energy that I was putting into my first business because it would have been so painful and really abrupt if I just quit or just was done last year. I needed this whole year of just like healing and taking care of myself and really trying to figure out what I wanted out of this business or what I wanted out of life in general. So like I said in the post, sometimes it it hurts when you go through hard times and you feel like you don't have some of the support from the people that you thought you would. But I realized that when you choose you first, that you're going to disappoint other people. And I noticed that by not wanting to disappoint other people, I was actually disappointing myself, which is the, the last thing that I wanted to do. So when you choose yourself and you choose what you want and what you need and your health and your happiness and your mental peace and your financial, 
you know, stability and whatever that decision looks like for you, when you choose you, there are going to be people that are not happy with you. And it's nothing personal. It's that you're showing up differently than how they maybe wanted you to or how they got, how they came to know you to do. But at the end of the day, you have to decide what is best for you because we only get this one life. I think there's something about as you get older where you just realize how short and precious life really is. And I think that's really hit me hard this year. And honestly, I've seen so many people lose loved ones this past year. It's crazy and horrible and sad. And it's really been a wake-up call that we don't know when our time is or how much time we even have. So we have to do what we want to do and what we feel called to do and follow our heart and and obviously make smart decisions. But at the end of the day, do that gut check of like, what? how does that feel with you when you have to make a big, scary decision. And like I said, I really think the hardest decisions are the right decisions. Typically, we know they're the right decisions, but they're so scary that we don't want to make them. And that's usually when you know it's the right decision. So the difference between where I was a year ago, where I'm now, I feel like a totally different person in the best way possible. I feel like I have really, truly been able to get back in alignment with who I want to be, the type of person I say I am as far as like taking care of myself and really just trying to lean in to what is inspiring me. And like I I talked about sort of this bucket list year, which I'm going to talk more about too, but it's really just living intentionally, living intentionally And at the same time, enjoying the journey. Like not every day is going to be super exciting and not every day is going to be amazing, but we can still enjoy the journey because those are the days where we're grateful for what we have. And we need those, some of those dark days and dark moments to find gratitude. So I've talked about how like, I don't think I'd really fully appreciate my life right now if I hadn't gone through so many of the hard, scary seasons that I did of, you know, just like COVID and just financially struggling for so many years. Like I wasn't able to pay myself for almost the entirety of those 10 years. Every time I got ahead, there was something catastrophic that pulled me back underwater So I wouldn't even be able to appreciate where I'm at now if I wouldn't have gone so far the other way. So that's where that enjoying the journey mentality and enjoying and having gratitude for the hard days is so important, as well as embracing that delayed gratification. Like, I think it's important to have have milestones and small rewards along the way. Because if you're not having any reward, then yeah, you're going to burn out. You're going to be bitter. You're going to be resentful. And I kind of did get to that place a little bit. And that's when I knew I needed to make a change last year because I was starting to feel that way. I was starting to feel resentful towards my business because I was just, there was no reward other than the fact that I enjoyed the people that I spent time with, which is awesome, but you need other rewards along the way. And so 
you need milestones. You need to have, you know, things to keep you going. But there is something to be said about delayed gratification. And I think that our society and our culture is really missing this piece. Everything is about convenience nowadays. Everything is about now, wanting something immediately. And I've always known that being a business owner, there's no such thing as an overnight success. And I never, ever, ever went into business in any business, assuming that I was immediately going to be rewarded with, you know, abundance or a ton of clients or whatever those goals might be. I never had that mentality, but man, like going through 10 years of a lot of struggle, a lot of overcoming, not really feeling the, the harvest in a lot of ways, and then making all of those changes in a whole year, the difference is just, it's immeasurable. It's hard to really put into words how dramatically my life has changed for the positive by making these hard decisions. But what I wanted to say was, you know, an, an example of this, this long-term gratification was my husband, Ben and I going on our honeymoon. We got married in November of 2020 during COVID. We did a short little mini moon road trip out West for a few days And we really had our hearts set on our real honeymoon being a really relaxing and fun tropical vacation, somewhere warm. And we'd never really been on a real vacation like that together, somewhere on a beach, you know, on an island somewhere drinking pina colada. Like that was our, that was our vision of a honeymoon. And we didn't get to do that that year. And so We kept saying, well, you know, we'll work towards it. We'll work towards it. Well, then 2021 went and business got harder for me. And not only did I feel like I couldn't actually leave my business without being stressed or needing subs or people needing things, but financially it just was not smart. It didn't feel like we could go on a vacation, a real vacation, the real honeymoon that we wanted. So 2021 passed, still couldn't do it. 2022 passed you know, I made all of those changes and I knew that was going to, that just wasn't in the cards for us. That wasn't going to happen. And then we made, I made all those changes and 2023 came around. And when we did our vision board together at the beginning of this year, we said, this needs to be the year that we do this trip. It just has to be, we have put it off for too long. We need to just make it happen. So starting in the summer, we picked a place We picked Puerto Rico because we thought, you know, it's a U.S. territory. We don't need a passport. We picked uh, San Juan and then we decided we really wanted to see the bioluminescent bay. So we picked Vieques, which is an island off the mainland, and we just made it happen. So I worked hard to make sure I could check out and I wouldn't have to work while we were gone. And I did absolutely zero work for the entire week. It was the most relaxing, fun trip we have ever taken. I did not feel called back into work. I did not feel stressed at all. We did all of the excursions and ate all the food and had all the drinks that we wanted to. And we didn't hold back and we didn't limit ourselves. And that is the beauty of delayed gratification because we waited three years to do that trip. And we kept saying the entire time how this trip was so much sweeter and special because we waited and we we had to wait. We had to save up 
of the money I had to be able to leave my crazy chaotic studio schedule, it made it so much better. And I just thought, wow, if we would have did this trip right after our wedding, it would have been a whirlwind. We wouldn't have totally really enjoyed or been able to like kind of relax because we'd still be in the the energy of the wedding. And I'm sure it would have been fun then too, but there was just something so different and special about it being delayed. You know, it's like when that thing finally happens, you're like, ah, this is so amazing. Like you just appreciate it that much more. So again, wherever you're at on your journey, you got to create those little milestones along the way to enjoy the obstacles, enjoy the struggle, even though it's hard, but also create those big goals. Like I still want you to dream big, even if you're in the middle of a hard season, because that is what keeps us going is having those big dreams and having those little milestones that we can reach for and feel those small rewards along the way. Because I guarantee you, when you get to that big goal, you get to that big reward and you, you did sacrifice, you know, when you sacrifice, but you still small little things to reward yourself along the way, when you reach that big goal, when you reach that big reward, it is just so much better, so much better. You just appreciate it so much more. I, I struggle to have words to say about how awesome it is because it's just something you have to experience for yourself. So I hope this comes as a positive message that if you are in the thick of it, you are in a hard season create that big reward, that big goal, and just keep trucking along just 1% closer to it every single day. Because when you get there, man, it's going to be sweet. You are going to appreciate it. You're going to enjoy it. And it's going to last longer. The joy, the happiness, the fulfillment, the dopamine is actually going to last longer when you enjoy the journey. Then when you don't enjoy the journey and you reach the goal, then it's just you're going to reach for the next thing. It's just the next thing and the next thing. And this all leads me back to living with intentionality. So there's this kind of constant contradiction that I face, and I'm sure you do too, where you're reaching for big goals and you have big goals but yet you're trying to be present and live in the moment. Do you feel this? Because I feel this constant pull between the two. You know, it's like, I want big things and here's what are where I'm going and where I'm headed. And I want to do these, I want to do these things and I want to reach these goals. But at the same time, I don't want to get there and feel like I missed the whole journey or I missed the point, which was the journey. So it's a constant pull between dreaming big and being future forward. And I'm a total visionary. That's just like how my brain operates. So I have to really pull myself back to the present moment and be intentional about like, okay, I can still have big goals, but also enjoy where I'm at right now. Because the other thing that I've realized is sometimes, oftentimes, You don't realize you're in some of the best moments of your life until you're out of them and you look back and you say, wow, those were the good days. 
not to say that your days now aren't good or you're not going to have even better days, but those were good days. And I didn't appreciate them then. I don't know why I'm having all these revelations lately. And this is why I need to do more solo episodes (laughs) because I feel like sometimes when I just start to talk, it's almost like therapeutic for me. (laughs) You guys know when you, when you vent to a friend and you just start to say things, you realize words start coming out of you that maybe you've never spoken before. You've had them inside you. Maybe you've thought them in your head, but they just start to come out in, in sentences. And you have these epiphanies of like, oh my gosh, yeah that is what I want, or that isn't what I want, whatever it is. But I just feel like I don't want to reach a goal and then feel like I missed the point or I didn't enjoy the journey. It was just not fun or I was struggling or I was stressed. Like, I just feel like so many people are so stressed all the time. And then we just like work ourselves into a tizzy and, and we are just walking around with these like hunched shoulders and big rain clouds over our head because we're so stressed. We're so overwhelmed. We're so busy. We're carrying on these burdens that we put on ourselves and that other people put on us. And it's just a constant weighing down. So, and I know I felt that way. I know I felt that way a little over a year ago when I decided I needed to make that first big change. That was why, because I didn't feel like myself anymore. I felt like I was carrying baggage, heavy, heavy, heavy bags. Some of it was mine. A lot of it wasn't. And I needed to let it go. So it's taken me a while (laughs) to really let it go and to work and do the inner work to be able to release a lot of those pieces. It's taken a lot of journaling, a lot of meditation, self-reflection, reading, getting quiet, prayer, meditation, all of those things, all of those tools that I I practice and I preach, but to really strip it down to say, well, what is important? If I don't need all of this heaviness, I don't need all this baggage. Well, then what can I keep? So I recently just taught a mastermind Um, and we were talking about identity and that's a huge reason why a lot of us don't make change or when we do, we feel like so unstable and completely lost because we're losing a piece of ourselves. We're losing an identity. And I keep seeing this quote floating around lately, but it's like the quote is somewhere along the lines of no one talks about how many parts of yourself you're going to need to get up, give up, or will need to die before you can step into your new identity. And it's so 100% accurate. It is the reason why we either avoid change or we feel completely lost when we do make big changes because we have to let that part of ourselves go. We have to release that identity that we had and we held and be okay with the fact that we're changing and we're evolving. And then when we still don't feel certain about it, we have to step into a new identity and we feel like an imposter. That's where that concept of imposter syndrome comes from. But it's not really imposter syndrome. It's really just the fact that we're doing new things that we've never done before. So we don't know what we're doing. So we feel like a fraud, (laughs) We feel like an imposter because we've never done them before. But that's okay. We have to do new things. Like how boring if we never did anything new. So I'm I'm so proud of myself for in the last year of like stepping completely outside of my comfort zone and jumping into real estate, this totally different industry that I knew nothing about and didn't even think I'd be good at and didn't feel like I was, you know, knew what I was doing for 
I don't know, the first few months at least, if not more, and being okay with that and still showing up and trying to be confident and and show up as myself and be authentic and be me. You know, I'm not trying to be a fraud, but to be okay not knowing everything. And I think that more of us need to do that often. We need to challenge ourselves. We need to try new things. And as we get older, we tend to not want to do that because we don't want to look dumb and we don't want to fail and we don't want to fall on our face or whatever it is. But we need to do those things to step into those next chapters, to challenge ourselves in new ways. So if you're going through some sort of change or transition, you feel this kind of friction between where you're at and where you're going, you're kind of in the middle, you're in that gap, you're in the transition of not quite knowing what that new identity is, just keep stepping towards it. And and just be you and just be real. And you don't have to pretend like you know everything. But there are certain pieces of that old identity that you're going to need to let go of. You need to you need to let die. And that's what I feel like I spent this whole last year doing was letting things go and letting it go and letting more and more go so that I could move forward. But not everything needs to go. So when you're reinventing yourself or you're stepping into a new identity, what parts of that old self or old identity do you get to keep and carry with you? Because they're great parts of you. Maybe it's your, I hope, it's your experiences and your wisdom and the the knowledge that you gained. It's the people, the connections. I hope you don't lose all the people from that old identity. I hope you have friends and supporters and cheerleaders and awesome people that continue to come with you. I hope it's the real parts of you, like showing up for yourself. You know, can some of the passion come with you that maybe you had for something else? You're reigniting that passion for something new. So these are just some things to consider and ponder and maybe do some journaling on if you're in that tough season. So I know I've been talking and bouncing around all different places. This is why I need to do more solo episodes because apparently I have a lot to say. (laughs) It's just been jumbling around in my brain. But the last thing I want to touch on I mentioned before was this bucket list year concept. I don't know where it came from, but when I made that decision last year that I was going to basically deconstruct my entire life, I decided right then and there that, you know what? I have sacrificed a lot in the last 10 years. I have sacrificed time out with my friends when I was a young 20 year old. I was not going out to the bars like all of my friends or people my age do. I was working. I was getting up at 4 a.m. to go teach yoga. I So I didn't do a lot with my friends for those years. I didn't travel. I didn't get to really go anywhere unless it was for a business conference. Um, I didn't get to buy myself, you know, nice clothes or nice things that I wanted without, you know, needing to check the price tag. I didn't get to just take random time off to go do things. I didn't go to any concerts, really, which I've always loved music. Um, I stopped doing that after, I don't know, after I was in high school, I guess. There's a lot of things that I didn't do for 10 years. So I think some somewhere along the lines, because I was not only turning 30, so starting a new decade of my life, But I was also just done sacrificing and 
I felt that I had put in the time, I had put in the work that 2023 was going to be my bucket list year. I was going to do all of these things that I wanted to do for years that I wasn't able to. So for example, one of the first decisions I made for making it my bucket list year was in November of last year, I got online and bought tickets for Taylor Swift in June at Minneapolis and brought two of my good friends with me. And that was a bucket list item for sure. And I just made that decision that I'm going to do this. She's my favorite artist. This is a really awesome tour. You know, it's sold out. I was on the computer for like eight hours that day trying to get tickets. The tickets weren't even that expensive. It was just, you know, persistence to get them. But that was the first first thing that I wanted to do to make it a bucket list year. And then going on our honeymoon. Again, I we decided that we weren't going to put this off anymore. It's going to happen. And we made it happen. Um, the other bucket list items, I would say, were just going on sporadic trips. We did a lot of fun things over the summer, which in the past I wouldn't have done. I would have had to stay back and work or teach classes or just basically do other things. Um, and we did a lot of just fun weekend trips um, up to the cities, on the water, just basically trying new things. And we've been kind of doing that all year. I've also did a lot of fun parties this year. You guys know me. I love hosting parties. I did a 4th of July party in the summer. That was so much fun. And then I hosted a witches only this fall, which was just a girl's party around Halloween. Just like whatever ideas I had. If I had an idea that I kind of want to do this thing, I did it. Like I wasn't just floating around in my head. I made it happen. So it's kind of been the intention behind this year was like no more waiting around for what someone to give me permission or, you know, the stars to align because they're never going to. And I think that's what I'm trying to get across in this entire podcast is that your life won't change unless you decide to, unless you intentionally decide to make those decisions to change, to change yourself, to change your identity, to maybe change your financial situation, to change who you spend time with, like whatever it is that you're feeling needs to shift or change. Now is the time to do it. You know, it's a perfect time because I'm coming up on my birthday at the end of this month, which another bucket list item, I'm having a birthday party at high roller, the roller rink, because I always wanted to do that when I was a kid and I never got to. Hence why I'm doing it now. It's a retro roller party. So just a little side note there. So my birthday's coming up, the holidays are coming up, and then the new year's coming up. So it's a perfect time to sit down and analyze where am I at? Am I happy with my life right now? Am I happy with who I am? Or are there some things that I want to change? And I'm going to leave you with this because I could keep, you know, ranting. Hopefully this isn't a rant. I could just keep talking about this. But ultimately, here's what I want to leave you with. 2024 is in a month. Now is the time to get intentional about where you want to go from here. Lay out your goals. Stop wasting your time and energy on things that don't serve your highest good. I saw that 
and I saved it the other day and I hope it is exactly what you need to hear right now. I hope this podcast is giving you life and inspiration and motivation to go make go make the decisions that you need to. Go have a bucket list year in 2024. And that starts with being intentional about where you're at right now and where you want to go. I will be doing another episode on just some end of the year reflection and goal setting, but hopefully this gets you thinking about it. And I cannot wait for everything that is coming up. So I'm grateful for all of you for listening to this podcast and supporting this as we head into Thanksgiving this week and the season of gratitude. And I look forward to bringing you awesome new episodes as we continue into 2024. So until next time, keep following what drives your soul. One of my favorite places to shop for all of my workout needs is Willow and Grace Boutique. They have everything from the coziest Lululemon joggers to the cutest oversized sweatshirts, backpacks, scrunchies, jewelry, some amazing gifts that you can purchase for others, and literally everything in between. If you need something to up-level your wardrobe for your workouts or you're looking for great gifts, go check them out inside of Misty's Dance Unlimited in Alaska. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Soul Driven with Steph. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it out with someone else who needs to hear this message. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you know when new episodes drop. And until next time, be sure to take care of your mind, your body, and your soul.